Hello, hello, Bob Baker here, and on this episode of the podcast, I'm going to be sharing some valuable lessons from Jonathan Colton and Emily Hope Price. This one has everything to do with the surprising benefits of consistently sharing your creative work. I think you're going to like this one, so stick around. So as I record this, it's just before Christmas. In fact, I'm recording this on Christmas Eve. So if you happen to catch it right after I publish it, I just want to wish you a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, whatever you do or don't celebrate. I hope you're having a good week. And since it is the holiday season, you know what that means. 2018 is right around the corner. Oh, perhaps I should mention that this episode is brought to you by the 30-Day Build Your Fan Base Challenge, which just happens to be a 30-day program that I am launching very soon. The official program starts on January 3rd, but registration is open now. Don't wait to the last minute. And in fact, the topic of this episode ties into it, so I'm going to circle back around at the end and tell you more about it. So last week, I published an article over on my blog on the Medium website. I'll have a link to that in the show notes about Jonathan Colton and Emily Hope Price. And so I'm going to read this to you, but I'm going to add some additional comments and riff on it as I go. And before I start, I'm just going to point out that the following examples, yes, they include musicians. I know I have a lot of musicians that are following me. There's a good chance that you are in that category, but the principles apply to authors, to visual artists, to creative people of all types, and so no matter what you do in the creative realm, this will apply to you, no doubt. So listen to this through the lens of how you can apply it to your own form of creative expression. So here we go. Several years ago, Jonathan Colton committed to posting a thing a week, that's what he called it, a thing a week for one full year. And what he ended up doing was recording and sharing 52 original songs in an effort to push his creative envelope. Back then, he described it as a forced march approach to writing and recording. And I never quite heard that term before, but I really like it. Forced march. So he set a direction and he forced himself to march in that direction. Very cool. So Jonathan wanted to prove to himself that he could create on a deadline and demonstrate that a professional artist could use the internet to support himself. Let's examine that a little bit. He wanted to create on a deadline. And luckily, this is something that I learned years ago. You may or may not know that I kind of got my start as a professional writer when I started publishing my own local music newspaper here in my hometown of St. Louis, Missouri. And I started that thing like 30 years ago in 1987 and ended up publishing it for a full decade. And so this was a monthly publication. It was free distribution, and so I made money from businesses that ran display ads in the paper. So I had obligations to my advertisers to have this thing on the street by a certain date. I had obligations to my readers to keep them engaged, and so they knew the first of the month where they could find it. So every month for 10 years, I had deadlines. And you know how a lot of creative people, they wait for the muse to strike or for inspiration to strike before they'll sit down and do the work of creation. Well, during that decade, I didn't have that luxury. Whether I felt like it or not, I had to get that paper done. I had to get it laid out, edited, sent to the printer, distributed all around town. And luckily, quite often, I was eager to do that sort of work. 
But over the course of 10 years, yeah, there were times when I was sick. There were times when I was busy and had other stuff going on in my life. I didn't feel like working on the deadline, but I had to. And then there was another period of my life for like four or five years where I did work in the corporate world in communications. And a similar situation there, I had to do the writing and the editing and the publishing, whether I felt like it or not. And what I realized and what I learned from that experience was that while I may have had a resistance quite often and still do to this day, to be honest, I have a resistance to starting projects if I'm not in the mood. I found that once I started, once I wrote the first few sentences, once I sort of just loosened up, primed the pump, then I would get into a state of flow. Then I would get lost in the art and start crafting the words and then get into it. So while some people will wait for inspiration to strike before they'll start, sometimes just starting can then lead to and inspire inspiration, if that makes sense. Okay, so back to Jonathan. So he wanted to prove to himself he could create a deadline and demonstrate that a professional musician could use the internet, excuse me, the internet to support himself. Today, he is one of the highest grossing independent musicians at least according to some press that he got a few years ago. Plus, he has a sweet gig on NPR's quiz show, Ask Me Another. So he's done pretty well for himself. Let me move on to the next case study here. Also, several years ago, a musician named Emily Hope Price, who just happens to be a world-class cello player, started the even more ambitious 365 Project. She committed to writing, recording, and posting a song Check this out. A song a day. That's right, a day. And at the end of the year, she planned to create a full album of like the 10 or 15 best songs that she had created over the course of the year. That was incredibly ambitious. I think you would agree. And at the time, she wrote, the goal is to create, 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 and overcome hesitation, which she puts in capital letters. And she refers to it as my mortal enemy. To create and overcome hesitation, my mortal enemy. How many times have you been stalled or slowed down by hesitation? In the book, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, he refers to it repeatedly as resistance, which he also capitalizes. It's that thing that stops us from doing the important creative work that needs to be done. So she forced herself by setting incredibly ambitious deadlines to write a song a day. So here's what happened. After seven months of consistent creation, Emily got an offer to create a film score. And at that point, she did halt the 365 project because of the many opportunities that came her way as a result of the daily output. So what's the lesson here? Consistent creative output can pay off for you if you commit to it. Now, I'm sure both of these musicians, Jonathan and Emily, they did other things. There were other factors that led to their success and the opportunities that came their way. But no doubt, I'm pretty certain that that consistent production, creation, and sharing of their work played a big factor. And it just happens to be something that most creative people, musicians, writers, authors, whatever, just simply don't do. And I know, I know, the idea of doing something daily or even weekly for an entire year is daunting, but I challenge you to start doing this. So let me ask you this, though. Could you commit to sharing your talents in an effort to attract fans for just 30 days, just one month, a little over four weeks, 30 days? Now, you don't have to write and record complete new songs to make this work. If you're a musician, you could perform older material or even cover songs. 
or simply just talk for a few minutes about your creative process or what inspires you to write. You could also publish a blog or a poem or just post an excerpt from one of your books if you've published one and do that every day. Or post images of your sketches, photos, or artwork if you're a visual artist. So the goal here isn't to overwhelm you, it's to get you into a habit. So make it easy on yourself, but commit to sharing your gifts and insights on a daily basis for 30 days in a row. You could do that, right? Of course you can. And here's the good news, you don't have to do it alone. See, I'm creating a community of proactive, creative people. And starting on January 3rd, 2018, we will all support and encourage each other to share our work in the new year. And I'm going to be participating right along with you. My plan is to post uh, a live video either on Facebook or YouTube, probably mostly on Facebook, every day during the 30 days. And as I mentioned, I started publishing that newspaper in 87. That was 30 years ago. That's when I started consistently creating content. And for the past 20 years since I stopped that newspaper, I've been doing this online. That's one thing no one can call me a slacker when it comes to sharing the written word, the spoken word, like I'm doing with this podcast, with video clips. So I have a lot of best practices that I'm going to be sharing with people who go along on this journey beginning January 3rd. It's called the 30-Day Build Your Fan Base Challenge. And why do I call it that? Well, sure, the focus, the activity is you posting something, but it's with the intention of sharing your creative work in a way that's going to attract your ideal fan. And I'm going to give you some checklists and some things that will help you determine exactly what that is so you have a better chance of actually attracting those fans during the 30 days. But it's to get you into a simple habit. Again, these things don't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be something that takes hours of your time every day. Just post a little something. And again, I'll give you a checklist of some things to consider so we can make this easy. The idea is to get on a habitual routine, make it a habit, make it a ritual. And by doing so, you'll hone your craft. You'll get immediate feedback from people on the work that you're creating. You'll push through that fear. That's the thing, if you were to do this on your own, yeah, you'd have all these conversations in your head about what's wrong and how people are going to be judging you and all this crap. But since you're going to be doing it with a community of other creative people also on the same journey, including me, it's going to be a lot easier because we're all going to be there to cheer each other on, to encourage each other, to share our ups and downs. And yes, there is a fee that comes with this program. And I've done many of these four-week or 30-day programs over the last few years. And I'm telling you, this is by far the most affordable one I have ever done. I've got three different levels. At the lowest level, it's like 75% less than what I used to charge for these things. So I made it really easy. One of your big excuses for not doing this just got taken off the table. So I will have a link in the show notes, the simple website where you can go to to get more information about the program and to register is getimportantstuffdone.com. Just those four words all run together as one word, getimportantstuffdone.com. Go there and you'll find out about the private Facebook group that everyone participating will be able to interact in and share their work throughout the 30 days. We'll have a weekly conference call where we'll be able to talk to each other and share tips and struggles and all that good stuff. I'll be regularly posting some exclusive uh, video content, probably doing some Facebook Live stuff within the group, again, sharing some things that will help you stay on track, keep you motivated. 
Think of me as your personal cheerleader because I want you to succeed. We all want each other to succeed, but sometimes we need that little boost from somebody else to let us know, hey, it's okay (laughs) if you're struggling with this or if you're having doubts or whatever. Just push through. Get your stuff out there. Share it so that people can benefit from it and you can hone your craft and become a better artist. So again, it's called the 30-Day Build Your Fan Base Challenge. It starts officially January 3rd, but don't wait till then to sign up. Go to getimportantstuffdone.com, check it out, sign up, and let's make some stuff happen in 2018. All right, I appreciate you and all the creative stuff that you do in the world. The world needs art and music and literature now more than ever. So thanks for doing your part in making more cool stuff. All right, happy holidays, happy new year. This is Bob Baker saying so long for now.